good unspecified time period. Hopefully, the radio waves from this broadcast of this YouTube and Buzzsprout feed will reflect off a satellite and hit you in the past. My name is Richard. And my name is Carl, and I really do hope you're enjoying this particular uh, section of the electromagnetic spectrum hitting your ears. And welcome to Deep Space and Dragons, where we discuss various nerdy things, often inaccurately. <laughs> so, as we begin, what is new in the Carlverse? Oh, well, so um, at work, uh, we got new wireless demo machines. Fancy schmancy. Uh, which is it's, it's cool. Um you know they they have touch screens so the menu is much easier and to uh, to navigate interact with you know it's it's got some improvements but um the uh point of sales company uh they're they're well a point of sales the company POS not, as not, it a, were. not a tech company <laughs> uh so um you know they're they're new these new demo machines we got um uh, they require updates every now and then, but for some reason, the POS company is unable to push updates, and these machines, even though they connect wirelessly to a network and should and can download updates, have no setting for automatic updates, and then just will stop working when it needs updates. And I was like, Whoa. that is deeply tragic. I, um, but I, I. I I do also feel like we traded out like 15 year old technology for 10 year old technology. Uh, so this is quite likely the first iteration of debit machines that had a touchscreen, but there's 10 years worth of improvements that have come through because I've seen some new touchscreen debit machines uh, that have um, front and back facing cameras for scanning QR codes uh, and are basically just running a modified version of Android where these ones are running some sort of proprietary uh, operating system that clearly is inferior to Android. I see. Well, that is pretty fascinating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm kind of amused by, you know, uh, different companies that, that adopt tech because they want to stay relevant, but that's clearly not their area of expertise. Like car companies. I mean, uh, Infotainment systems have improved vastly over the years, but for a long time, Tesla had the best infotainment system in the industry because they're a tech company before they're a car company. But people would complain about the build quality of, of the car because they're a tech company, not a car company. And so it's like when when companies try to enter a different space that's not their area of expertise, the first couple of iterations are generally not top tier. So what I'm hearing here is we need to get a temp company to open a pizzeria and it will have the best point of sales for the worst pizza. <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, what's new with you, Richard? So, after deciding and heroically declaring to my brother, we should go for a walk to Tim Hortons. We haven't been outside in a week. I managed to successfully completely stumble down the stairs to my apartment. So my hot chocolate, my prized possession, hit the ceiling. And I had a series of bruises Ooh. all along my left-hand side, forming a perfect staircase of injuries. So I pretty much spent the last 48 <laughs> hours mostly motionless because I managed to... In so I sit for a living. 
I write, I give VR tours, I build landing pages, I do student engagement drives, and all these tasks involve sitting. I really did not think there was a substantial risk of me severely injuring my sitting muscles. But here we are. So I pretty much spent the last couple days in a light injured state as I slowly recover from the fact that I fell down a flight of stairs. Well, more like I power slid down and went doo, 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 And you've seen my stairwell. I went from this top to the bottom in one smooth motion. One, well, not so smooth motion. Oh, sorry, imagine, one repeatedly thudding does... motion. <laughs> that does uh, sound like it would, it would cause uh, damage to your sitting muscles. So it's like I send a meeting to someone whose book I'm helping edit, and I'm like, yeah, I won't be able to attend the meeting on account of me falling repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is both deeply tra tragic, but kind of amusing, because it's just like, okay, I'm on quarantine. I went up for a walk for exercise. What could it hurt? Turns out me. It could hurt me. <laughs> that is That is very unfortunate. I mean, for less tragic news, I have been playing around with visual novel making software, and I've made some pretty good progress on that front, which could lead to a fun novelty project in the future. And on the Ooh, topic of I do novelty, love fun novelty projects. On the topic of novelty projects, remember, if you'd like to win a free digital deluxe edition of the Waltz of Blades, comment with your random question or a random dragon question of the week for your chance to win. And at the time of this episode airing, I'm currently running a 30% off sale on lulu.com for new copies of the Waltz of Blades. And if you sign up for my newsletter, you can get a coupon code for an additional 15% off. However, this entire promo reel I just read will be horribly updated in four weeks. So you know, if you're watching in four weeks, maybe if you ask me nicely, I might find like a coupon code, dust it off, see if I can make that work. I, I care that much. I, that, that makes me wonder, uh, like, um... The, like, does the Lulu uh, give you the coupon codes or like, cause like, cause there's that um, browser add-on that you can use that, and it'll just like automatically search for, for coupon codes and apply them to your, to your orders. Like, where do you even get coupon codes for your own products? So first off, if you wanted, you could just like take the coupon codes that exist and give them to people. Cause yes, Lulu does have its own coupon codes, but mm -hmm. they do give you a set number of promo codes you can give out. Because they give you X number of promo codes you can give out a year. So I do have yeah, my okay, own. that makes sense. So like certain number of times a year I can run a sale or a promotion. So this current promotion mm. is me using up my, my yearly promotion I can have. <laughs> yeah, all right. As I use it literally the first day of the year and then it gets to sit on cooldown until we loop rack around the sun. <laughs> or back around the earth if you're old school. <laughs> so, with that out of the way, let's move into tonight's topic, or today's topic, or tomorrow's topic. Ninjas in orange jumpsuits. The stealthiest of ninjas. So, for the uninitiated, Naruto's the story of... So, effectively, they wrote a story, and then they decided after the fact to make it about ninjas. And very few th characters do ninja things. Mm. But... I think we'll play our little game where we each get one sentence at a time to describe the plot of something, and then we'll move into a deep dive ah. of discussing it. 
So I'm going to start yeah, off. Yeah, okay. The main character, Sasuke Uchiha's parents are killed by his brother. Ooh. Um, the actual main character, the, the titular character, Naruto, uh, uh, grows up all sad and alone, wondering why Sasuke doesn't love him. Because Sasuke doesn't love anyone, because he is also sad and alone. Sasuke, however, seeing Naruto longingly staring at him from the swing of loneliness, feels Naruto's <laughs> emotions and wants to love Naruto, but can't because he has to be an edgy loner, because he doesn't want Naruto to go through the pain of losing his parents, because Naruto was born an orphan and didn't have any parents to lose. Uh, but through uh, a twist of fate, the two of them end up together uh, in a ninja squad with a uh, third girl, uh, a third ninja, whose name is Sakura, uh, that uh, loves Sasuke. To be fair, I'm not certain that the third character had a name because they made a three-man squad and the screen time went 50-50-0. No, it's it's probably more like like 45-45-10. No, 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 that's not fair. Killer B got more screen time than Sakura. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess um, we've we've kind of broken down our our one one sentence description. Oh, let's but, resume. Let's uh, we can do this. I believe in our ability to recap the show. So, okay, so yeah, go ahead. So we have Naruto, the knuckle-headed protagonist, Sasuke, the stoic heartthrob, and Sakura, who's trying to make a love triangle out of what's clearly a straight line between Naruto and Sasuke. <laughs> Uh, then we also have Kakashi Sensei, the copy ninja who has a strange eye that that makes him uh, particularly adept at training Sasuke, who has the same strange eyes. Now, Kakashi, if he was the protagonist of the series, would have added one star to my review of the show. For is a far more compli- emotionally complex and nuanced character than our core three cast. Uh, but alas, Kakashi is not the protagonist, and instead we follow uh, Naruto as he aspires to become a ninja that will lead the village hidden in the leaves. Hidden in the leaf? Are they, are they hidden in a singular leaf or multiple leaves? Well, it's the hidden leaf village, but it's also the village hidden in the leaves. So I really think it's based on whether it's a singular or a possessive noun, whether or not it's plural. Yeah, yeah, okay. Wait, 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 was that your sentence, or was that... That was pretty much it. And to abridge a truly lengthy story. So first, Naruto, Sasuke, and other go on a series of adventures of fresh ninjas at the ripe age of 12, when you're well, old enough to get a damn job. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, after it becomes revealed that uh, Naruto has some sort of tailed beast inside him, he becomes the target of uh, another super ninja from the past of the village named Orochimaru. So Orochimaru, otherwise known as White Snake Michael Jackson, has a first goal. He wants Sasuke's body in a non-sexual way. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't actually remember what Orochimaru's second goal was. I, I'm pretty sure he just wanted Sasuke's body the entire time, but was forced to put a seal on Naruto because, well, the nine-tailed beast in his in his stomach was going to cause problems. Yeah, and then. Man, Naruto is such a long series. Like, we recap Bleach so smoothly, because Bleach really only had four things happen. Where Naruto mm-hmm. 
has hundreds of thousands of things happen. Like, if we start firing this off in succession, first, let, let's just literally give each name of the plot arc in one sentence and go that way. So first, there was the Zabuza plot arc. Oh, um, well, the, the tuning exams were after the Zabuza part, plot arc? Correct. Yeah, okay. And, th and then it was the time skip. So it went, right? Zabuza plot arc, tuning exam part one, tuning exam part oh, two, right. find Tsunade, Itachi returns, Sasuke leaves, dramatic super battle on the bridge. And at this point, we went through an entire series of a sensible show. Right. And then we get to Naruto part two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> you are right when you say there's a lot that happened because it's like, oh, geez. Even trying to sum each individual plot arc, and this is only like the first third of Naruto. I, I would go that far, maybe the first quarter. Maybe the uh, yeah, uh, because then there's there's a time skip where all the ninjas that were uh, in the tuning exams have now grown up, including Gara of the Funk, which I mean Sand with his amazing sand blasting powers. Also, Bruce Lee goes through an entire spinal surgery subplot. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they said he would never fight again, and then he just kind of fights again anyways. And then he gets an awesome drunken fist, and then they just kind of bench him for the rest of the show, because after the time skip, older Bruce Lee just made more sense to use than younger Bruce Lee. <laughs> and, like, there's just so much reveal, so many plot twists, that, uh... But the core focus behind the show has always been the best love story ever written between Sasuke and Naruto. Because I don't know about you, but I consider you a close friend, but I don't think I would say, how dare you leave me? I'm going to break your arms and legs and drag you back home with me. I just kind of let you move. Yeah, I mean, we are definitely not in that sort of relationship. We're in a far more platonic relationship than than Sasuke and Naruto, but they just aren't willing to admit that uh, that they truly, deeply love each other. I mean, if anything, our relationship's closer to Sasuke and Sakura. They get married, but there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where in, like, the Naruto spinoff, they have this whole scandal of, is Sasuke's daughter really Sakura's daughter? Or did he have a secret mistress? And us as the readers like, yeah, no, the mistress thing makes way more sense. And when it got revealed that it wasn't the scandal that he had a daughter of someone else and left it on the doorstep of his ex to raise well he lived a life of crime wasn't true I was shocked because the, the being fake just made more sense wait did he leave the village to lead a life of crime well they kind of that... pardoned him for all his war crimes which is what happens when your boyfriend becomes the ninja president <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I mean, Naruto actually does end with Naruto achieving his goal of becoming Hokage, leader of the village hidden in the leaf. And also, every single uh, character pairs off of another character to produce a si series of children for the sequel show. Yeah, but I mean, like, we're, we're not going to talk about the sequel show starring uh, Sasuke, uh, played by Severus Snape. I mean, I will always love that. That the artist drew him as Severus Snape for some reason. That will never be old to me. But the one thing I am going to say is one of the other morals of the story is both Sasuke and Naruto had a female character whose sole character trait was they were attracted to them. And then they ended up married. Yay. Well, I mean, uh, clearly, 
Wow, I don't even I don't even know the, what is the author's name of of Naruto. Um. In any event, the joke I was gonna make is that he clearly uh, was heavily inspired by Akira Toriyama because like. All of Dragon Ball, the women are just baby factories. That is deeply tragic, because there's so much potential there. Like, you make a three-man squad, and of course every three-man squad was two men, one women, because that's just how it's structured in Naruto. That's just how you make a squad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, we're just going to make the female characters worse for no reason. Like, they set up <laughs> Sakura to be a tritagonist of the series. And then mm. let her be awesome for the first plot arc after the time skip, and then benched her for 500 episodes, six movies, <laughs> and directed DVD specials, countless video games, to the point where the fantastic Naruto Ninja Storm series actually like adds back in fight scenes for her to make her more relevant through the show. Because <laughs> it's just like, they had so much promise, and it's like, you know what? Nah. Wait, does does Hinata get more um, screen time than Sakura? Because I, I feel like she might, even though she's not even part of the main squad. I don't think so. So, if we break down their fights, so Naruto and Sasuke definitely get the lion's share of it. Naruto probably more than Sasuke. It's weird. The plot revolves around Sasuke more, but Naruto gets more screen time. Like, the main villain was after mm -hmm. Sasuke, not Naruto, in part one. Naruto and Sasuke's rivalry is the crux of part one. And then there's a full plot arc where Naruto fights Sasuke. And then when you get to part two, it just kind of bounces back and forth between them for a bit. But mm. Hanada got one fight against her cousin at the start. Then did nothing. A, a male version of her that is... Stronger. <laughs> superior to her in terms in terms of technique and power. But they did brand a swastika <laughs> into his forehead, so you know. He's kind of justifiably uh, yeah. pissed off all the time. As I would be That's if someone true. branded a swastika onto my forehead. <laughs> I would be very displeased by this. I would definitely go get cosmetic surgery to get that fixed. And then... Anyway, she, so she gets the one fight with Neji. And then she gets killed by Pain. And that's it. Those are her two on-screen appearances. Which was enough time for them to fall in love. Because one was male and one was female. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a boy and she was a girl. Can I make All right, it so Sakura, Sakura did get more, more time as a... As a potential romantic lead than, well, than him. It's kind of crazy because they wrote her a full transition arc of she starts just being obsessed with Sasuke for no particular reason, which to be fair, Sasuke mm. is kind of hot. That kind of makes sense. Hence Naruto's mm. crush on Sasuke. Also, Sasuke was Naruto's <laughs> first kiss canonically. Anyway, uh. <laughs> that did just straight just up as, happen. As a side note, he, he did drink expired milk and throw up in Sasuke's mouth. They also, is that? No, they just straight up he was, like, leaning over, and he was leaning over, and then they just straight-up kissed. Oh. Yeah, that just happens. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, right. I just... I, I, it doesn't okay, where come did, up... Where did the scene where he... Where, with the expired milk, where he throws up in the person's mouth? That doesn't happen. Is that... Oh, okay. I thought that happened. All right, never I don't mind. I think so. But, yeah. So, Sakura goes through, like, a full plot character development arc they never got around to. So, in part one, her big heroic moment is when she cuts off her hair dramatically and then has a tie... <laughs> right. So then she's like, okay, since I'm clearly not competent at being a ninja and somehow was not part of the mission to retrieve Sasuke, despite that being my entire character motivation, I'm going to go to med school during the time skip. And then they come back from med school actually awesome. And it's like, oh, I went to med mm. school, which means I know how to instant death punch people. And for a series about ninjas in orange jumpsuits, I was on board. That logic sold me. And then they instant death punch some trees and fight some murder puppets. 
And then over the course of it, you see him go, her go like, maybe I don't like Sasuke, maybe I like Naruto, because this is a telenovela at its core. And then she gives a big dramatic speech to Naruto, being like, you don't have to fight Sasuke because of me. That's the whole thing that had happened at some point. And then he's like, nah, I don't, I'm not into you anymore because you're kind of a toxic person. And then Naruto moved on with his life. <laughs> I mean, to put that in more context, there's a bit where the first act ends after Sasuke leaves, where she's like, Naruto, promise me you'll bring back Sasuke. And Naruto, who is interested in Sakura and plot, plot arc, one's like, of course I'll bring him back, because I love him, I mean you. <laughs> Which really was the crux of it, because he tried to frame that Naruto was trying to bring Sasuke back because he promised Sakura, therefore is not into Sasuke, and then just kind of abandons that, because that was not the motivation in the slightest. Uh, the series also to move on from the love triangle at its core let's talk about the seven mm -hmm. endings it had the seven endings it had so the first ending when they kill Obito Kakashi's Sasuke from his backstory then they mm, kill Madara right, because Kakashi was oh. Kakashi was just a more interesting character and the, the story the story really was either about Kakashi or it was about the the uh, not at all a love story between Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah, that's that's about uh, as not as much of a love story as love actually. <laughs> but but yeah, because because uh, Obi Kakashi's uh, hashtag spoilers in case you have haven't like watched or read this. Uh, I assure you, we've said nothing about show. Naruto that actually helps spoil it because we jump around like mad. <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to say that, that uh, the Obito character turns out to be the Sasuke from from Kakashi's backstory. Uh, yeah, which... and they had a love triangle where Obito loved Kakashi squad member Rin. Kakashi squad member Rin loved Kakashi. Kakashi loved Obito. Kakashi murdered Rin in front of Obito, thus causing the core conflict of the series. Find the flaw yeah, in my logic. But it's all about Naruto. So, the main villain's like, well, Kakashi ruined my life, so I'm going to steal this giant fox and murder the leaf village. Because old man Madara Chiha told me to. And then he attacks the village, and Naruto's dad dies heroically to put a fox in his son to then be the title character. Right, right. But it's kind of amusing that no one's actual character motivations had anything to do with Naruto over the course of Naruto. I weirdly respect them for it, because the world didn't revolve around Naruto. He just happened to have a WMD stuck in him. <laughs> but in any event, the, the first ending of Naruto is Kakashi's ending, uh, where uh, he makes amends with Obito and... and uh, also, Naruto well, I mean, and Sasuke Obito still doesn't love him that way. Also, but. Sasuke showed up and he's like, "Yeah, I'm actually going to be the Kokage." And Naruto's like, "Oh yeah, are we bros again? Yeah, we're bros." And they made a giant flaming samurai Karama sword thing to fight Obito's other giant samurai thing, and they had an epic dueling sword fight. And then they ripped the tail beast out of Obito because if there's a nine-tailed one, there's clearly a tails one through eight. Mm -hmm. And then the actual main villain showed up. Who was a reanimated corpse from a season ago? The Zetsu, right? No, first it went Obito, then it went Madara Uchiha, who was the first Uchiha. Ah, right. Because the recurring theme of the show is male male couples that can't quite get together, so they try and kill each other instead. Where Madara right, Uchiha. Right, because. Uh... <laughs> oh my 
Madara was in love with the uh, with the first Okage. To the point where they canceled a war between each other and opened up a new city together. But then it just didn't <laughs> quite work out, so Madara left and then declared war on him and then stole his cells and implanted them in himself so they could be together forever. <laughs> Where's the lie? <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> So he definitely he even he even acquired some of the first Hokage's uh, cool wood techniques. Yeah, and then he faked his death in three separate with- occasions. <laughs> then he had it like Madara had a plan, this needlessly convoluted plan of donate his eyes to a guy to then be encouraged by another guy to use his eyes to resurrect him down the road to conquer the world, and then another person intercepted that and resurrected him early, defeating his original plan to be resurrected. Because I always have at least two plans to come back to life. <laughs> so then Madara's like, Obito, I manipulated him. And Obito's like, yeah, I know, it wasn't that subtle. Uh, okay, so Kakashi's ending. And then we get uh, the Madara fight, where he takes all the beasts that have been freed from Obito, takes them himself, and turns into Obito 2.0. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then he gets killed by the plant monster that's been lurking in the background the entire show. Who is apparent So this is the Madara ending now? Is yeah. it or is Okay. So Madara right, is because... then well first Naruto and Sasuke both die, and then they're brought back by Jesus. Literally the brought back by Yeah, remember they're it... brought back by the by the sixth stage path? Yeah, guy? the literal son of God. Yeah, okay. Like straight up, that's not a metaphor like the, the, the son of the ninja goddess. <laughs> and then he gives them both right. an extra super special power-up. And then they defeat Madara. Also, Bruce Lee explodes himself at some point during the scene. Uh, yeah, but but Naruto has, uh, has acquired Jesus' powers. And so, despite the fact that this technique has been clearly told to kill you all throughout the entire series, don't open all eight gates. Uh, I guess... My guy was too popular to uh, to let him just die. Unlike Deji, who just got Unlike impaled Neji. by splinters and died. Like, it wasn't even an impressive attack that killed him. It was just shrapnel. Oh, and then everyone gets resurrected, except Neji. Literally everyone. No one can die but Neji. So, <laughs> we get this Madara get stabbed in the black by this plant guy that's been hiding out in the entire show. Because then an ancient alien mood goddess was the actual ten-tail beast that got split up into right. different tail that, beasts. That, that, Zetsu was the the weird plant monster that helped like yeah that was facilitate almost everything exactly including being responsible for one of Madara's two resurrections I think and also mm. became Obito's bodysuit for a while right because Obito had his his Obito's injury didn't really make sense because he got crushed beneath a rock and and then suddenly I don't know no he, he had got like legit weird muscle atrophy he got crushed by a rock but then he used his magic phasing through rocks power to not die to the rock but that didn't get him uncrushed and then his body mm. got replaced with magic plant matter yeah okay 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 that makes sense well not really but I mean so, it makes sense in the context I guess so then the actual villain this moon goddess shows up the first powerful female character. And then Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura are like, yeah, we reunite. We're Squad 7. We're awesome. And then Sakura actually gets the last hit on this villain. Which is hilarious because she'll never get the credit for this. Because at this point, both Naruto and Sasuke are strong enough to cut the moon in half, shoot lasers at each other, teleport, bring back the dead, absorb souls. And then Sakura has first aid and can punch real hard. 
they, they did Sakura. And she dirty. manages to get the, the final hit. Huh? Yeah, she had hustle. That that is one of the characters in show and manga that I wanted to be successful so much, and I was actively rooting for. And then they chose to date the person who once stabbed them in the chest. <laughs> like the levels of disappointment of dating your abusive ex-boyfriend who's clearly not into you who's more into your other boyfriend who also ditched you for a character they had a conversation with once like they just got done dirty so after they defeat this like third secret boss like this is like Final Fantasy you fight Sephiroth then safer Sephiroth then true Sephiroth then mood goddess Sephiroth then we get to the actual ending where Naruto and Sasuke have their awesome rematch in the valley, which was very clearly because Act 1, it ended with them having a fight. Act 2 ended with them a fight. Act 3 ends with them having a fight that they set up this entire show. Mm-hmm. And it was probably my favorite like 40 pages of manga, other than Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer, that I've ever seen. It was an amazing fight. Like They used up all of their superpowers and it ended with them just trying to punch each other to death. Uh, yeah, and they both blow off each other's arms. And then as they lie there bleeding out, they talk about how they truly loved each other the whole time, but they were too similar so they could never be together as their bleeding arms formed a heart. (laughs) It happened, I'm telling you. (laughs) I think Naruto gets a cool robot arm while Sasuke just goes around as being a one-armed badass. Which, I mean, to be fair, the one-armed badass is actually cooler. (laughs) He knew that, that's why he chose (laughs) that. He didn't choose it because he was atoning for his sins. He did that because he knew he'd be cooler. (laughs) And then they just pair off all the fan... Basically, they did a fan survey and then paired off each two characters that won on the fan surveys to make a next generation of characters for Boruto. Mm -hmm. The story of Naruto's entitled son that no one cares about, but also somehow has had more episodes than the original Naruto. Wait, what? Really? Not more There's than more sh- episodes in the first of, of Bar- Boruto than uh, the original Naruto, like excluding the Shippuden, which is post time skip. I think so. I might have to look into that. I mean, well, out I of mean, everything uh, I blatantly said about the series, I'm sure that's what we're going to get the angry comments about. Is my comments <laughs> on Boruto's red time. Uh, uh, yeah, probably. They're not, they're not going to be, you know, picking on the fact that this is clearly a show about people who uh, male male characters that love each other but can't admit it. I mean, isn't that what all showing is? Is thinly fabled homoeroticism? Or in the case of JoJo's uh, Bizarre well, Adventure, blatantly displayed homoeroticism? <laughs> <laughs> well, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is bizarre. Uh, I mean, if you think Naruto is bizarre, well. Then I mean, obviously you haven't watched a lot of anime because it's <laughs> really not. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Although I got so back when I worked at Redacted Movie Theater, I got a lot of people into Naruto by holding fighting game tournaments with Naruto Ninja Storm on the IMAX projector. Mm-hmm. And I sent so many people down this very, very long path. Oh, yeah, because what they had like three months of filler when when they were just like when everyone was caught by the infinite Tsukiyomi and they're just like let's just watch everybody's dreams right and the thing about Naruto is it had a lot of really cool characters but the thing is once you have a series with 50 named characters by the time you let them all do something six years has passed in real life because <laughs> we hit a point where it's like here's Bruce Lee and here's Might Guy the older Bruce Lee and here's his son, Metal Lee. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's like, here's, like, we didn't even talk about Killer B. 
the freestyle rapper from the Cloud Village who had the eight-tailed octopus because he just simply didn't take up enough of the story to make it into the recap, even though he was like directly responsible for teaching Naruto his nonsense power along with his mom cheating. Because this story originally <laughs> gave this big speech about how it was actually the tale of hard work versus natural talent, where Naruto was supposed to mm -hmm. represent hard work and Sasuke was supposed to represent natural talent, until Naruto's parents mm. grandfathered him in a nuclear bomb. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and then also, uh, like, there's a couple points where it t t t touches on the topic of uh, maternal love. Uh, like Gara gets stronger because uh, because of maternal love, and that's how he doesn't die when he gets his tailed beast ripped out of him, or something like that, right? Something like that, which kind of was stolen directly from Harry Potter. <laughs> there's also bits like it's like they put in these nine tailed beasts, and then there's nine characters that have them, and they all made it into the fighting game, but only two of them actually got explained. Hmm. And it's like, well, we put yeah, in our ten-numbered villains, the Akatsuki, and some of them got defeated by protagonists, other ones didn't. One of them is just a disembodied head in a deer field. <laughs> and the thing about weekly series like Naruto, and kind of like, this kind of touches on like the DC and MCUs, is when you have a series that goes out weekly, even if you have an overarching plot, sometimes you just kind of go on random tangents and there's big chunks mm. of the series where it's like, okay, so we're going to fight the puppet guy in the desert with the metal poisons and his parents. He made puppets of them after they died out of their bodies. I'm like, this is a lot of really cool stuff for a side character that dies in two episodes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Getting get really invested in side characters. Where it's like every single side character needs a flashback of their entire life before you can kill them. And every well, single so, attack actually, needs to be explained. This is actually kind of, kind of a, a trend that I feel like I've started to notice, and that is that uh, no matter their importance to the plot, every single character in modern, more popular animes and, and mangas uh, has a backstory. It doesn't matter how, how insignificant they are to the plot. It just seems like the shows that are the most popular are the ones where every single character has some amount of fleshed-out backstory. And I think part of that is you're just hitting the net, where if you want to make sure you have a character your fans relate to, make 60 characters. Like, My Hero Academia started with a 30-character roster to fill up the classroom. <laughs> it started yeah. with it. <laughs> where Naruto slowly built up his cast size... And actually did a pretty good job being reasonable. But once it hit the time mm. skip where the younger generation characters and the older generation characters were now in the same playing field, the cast mm -hmm. imploded in size. Because pre-time skip, we have nine or so characters that were in the same graduating class doing the ninja exams together, including the beautiful how who can cheat better test, the forest mm. to death where we just murder children, and then the Dragon Ball Z-style single elimination tournament. Where they're like, okay, we introduced a bunch of characters, but we've really only introduced like 15 or so people. Enough to make this event happen. And then a lot of the ones who didn't make it through that event were just out of the show. Mm -hmm. But then after they made it to part two, they're like, well, now we have every single one of these ninja villages and their entire populations are all on the relative same playing field and they all interact. So let's just, let's just beef up this roster 100,000 fold. Like, it went from a 20-character hmm. fighting game to a 200-character fighting game. Wait, are there are there actually 200 characters? Does the Naruto, do the Naruto fighting games actually have more characters than Smash Bros. Ultimate? 
I'm going to look it up. So Because like, Smash Bros. Ultimate has almost 90 characters. That's a lot of, like, geez. Naruto Ninja Storm 4 has 106 fighters. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they beat beat Smash Bros. Ultimate. So much for being the ultimate, you gotta get some more crossovers. Start developing more characters. Yeah, Nintendo needs to put out maybe, some new Maybe characters. they should cross over with Naruto. Oh, man, no. <laughs> maybe maybe, it's just, maybe it's just, they should cross out w with the Dragon Ball One Piece Naruto fighting game. <laughs> oh, wow. So, with that, let's move on to our random question of the week. This one coming in comes in from one of our viewers, and this is probably back when we were monologuing about alcohol and then never talked about it again. What is your mm. cocktail of choice? Uh, well, do highballs count as a cocktail? Specifically, spiced rum with ginger ale? Yes. Yes, it does. Or, actually, um, uh, a cocktail, uh, Bailey's salted caramel uh, with chocolate milk. Oh, so good. That's a very solid answer. I was going to say Bailey's salted caramel and coffee. So, like, we're on a very mm. similar wavelength here. But... Re like whenever I go to a restaurant I'll order their feature drink and never check what the name is to have one fancy cocktail because mm -hmm. if I'm ordering alcohol at expanded eating out prices there better be at least one Mashiro cherry on a skewer or there is literally no <laughs> point so I had like a right, yeah, drunken okay. cherry old fashioned a while back and it was delightful huh. alright and next well, one oh go ahead well, I was thinking, like, what would your go-to be? Because, I mean, I, I guess I say salted caramel baileys and chocolate milk is, is great, but my go-to is definitely spiced rum and ginger ale. I mean, my go-to is probably whatever flavor of baileys I have in a coffee while staring at a screen. Mmm, yeah, okay, but, gotta love those Irish coffees. But honestly, I also have a fair amount of Summer's B-Ciders. Because, as oh, yeah, you're okay. well aware, my personal policy is I can never be the most drunk person in a room. And mm -hmm. with my alcohol tolerance, sipping an apple was effectively apple juice that's slightly alcoholic is a safe plan for me. Mm, those are pretty good good uh, ciders. But anyway, on to the random dragon question. Okay, our random dragon question. Look in, look in right now. Okay, give me one moment to find this here. I know it exists. <laughs> Alright, here's my question, our random dragon question of the week. Okay. If you were walking down the street and a dragon appeared, who would you call? Ooh, who would I call to fight a dragon? Oh, well, if a dragon appeared. Mm -hmm. If your first hmm. thought is to call, to fight the dragon, I, I respect that. Your first call is like, okay, who? what samurai do I have on my phone? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely depends on on what kind of dragon appears. Because I mean, like, if uh, if Mushu from Mulan appears, uh, well, then I mean, I'm probably calling my brother and be like, "It's Mushu! Let's go like light some fireworks with him because it'd be fun." I enjoy how your brother would not for a second question it. <laughs> yeah, he would probably bring the fireworks. <laughs> I'll bring the dragon if you bring the fireworks. Got it. You call your brother to get fireworks. Perfect. Flawless answer. Uh, who, who are you going to call there, Richard? 911. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Doesn't really even matter. 911. There is a strange creature down this alleyway. Send, I don't know, SWAT. 
please help. Because <laughs> even a small dragon is enough to make me need an ambulance. <laughs> and if I'm wrong and it's a nice dragon, oh well, it was worth the risk. I did the right thing. As, as a side note, I really hope that Mushu is the dragon that shows up on the street. It because is now. Mushu, he's not necessarily my favorite dragon, but nostalgia factor. Oh. Eddie Murphy playing the dragon, like back when Eddie Murphy was actually like a decent, made, made decent content, I guess. And before we start a war with the Eddie Murphy estate, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you, everybody, for <laughs> tuning in. Make sure to keep sending in those questions to win those digital deluxe editions. They're both digital and deluxe. And, and uh, make sure that you tune in to our, our uh, Twitch stream. I mean, you don't necessarily have to tune into the Twitch stream. We do also post the, the streams on, on YouTube. Uh, but, you know, on, on Tuesdays, we've, uh, we had to move our, our date because uh, other life, uh, life requirements. But, but uh, we're, still, we're still doing Twitch streams, so tune in if you'd like to hear us uh, play co-op games and, and rant about whatever. And if you have a crush on the hot ninja across the classroom, you can save 700 chapters in the left arm by just asking them out. <laughs> have a good night and bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye.